0: Time to feel the power. Love me Contact feeding. With Hurricane Hotline.
1: You think football is fun? Uh, yes.
0: Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricane's head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877 969 8600. Now, here's
2: Dave Bristow and coach
0: John Booth.
2: A very pleasant good evening everyone we're live from Buffalo Wild Wings for our first show of the 2016 season and uh, obviously if you're here at Buffalo Wild Wings you know it's a brand spanking new location and we want to welcome everyone in tonight for Hurricane Hotline and we uh, got a lot of things to talk about tonight oh my Uh, John Booth joining me as always and we've got wide receiver coach Anthony Rozier also our players of the game tonight, both offense. Yeah, that's no surprise. We have uh, Tariq Milton, who just had an amazing game, and of course our quarterback, senior AJ Giovanni. Well, John, we'll uh, you know we'll have to start with uh, 78-56. A lot of people have joked, okay, you know you missed some three pointers. I right. we I've heard all of that, and I'm sure you have too. Right. But uh, it. Before we hit on the Hewitt-Trustville game, we didn't have a show last week, so let's rewind. Two weeks ago against a very, very talented Armwood in the kickoff classic, sure. you were able to come away with a, a huge 28-19 win.
3: Yeah, that was a big win for us. Um, you know, right now, I think I saw a poll this this week that uh, has Armwood ranked in the top 10 nationally, I think maybe sixth in the country. And uh, so it was a good uh, good opening week challenge for us and, and uh, really really loved the way that our kids prepared that week and uh, and really got after it. I thought defensively we played great. Um, you know, it was a little we were a little uncertain on what we were gonna do offensively, particularly just more personnel wise. We we had Tariq working quarterback pretty much uh the last two weeks of summer and um all of our fall camp and uh really kinda wanted to see how the uh the report was gonna go back with AJ's foot and uh he was cleared the that week and uh, our plan was to, to kind of sprinkle them in, get them a few reps, and get them ready for for week one of the regular season. And, and uh, ended up coming off the off the bench and and uh, had a fantastic game. And uh, really throughout that each series, we would kind of check in with them. How, how you feeling, how you feeling. Everything felt great, and so we kept kind of riding them and and had a fantastic game. And, and Tariq did a nice job for us at, at both positions, really the receiver position and the quarterback position.
2: So you get the win. At home, and then it's uh, back to Alabama for the second straight year to play a Trustville team that obviously had improved. They were 6-5 and five last year. They lost some very tough games. They had a new quarterback who had transferred right. in. A beautiful setting up right. there, brand-new stadium, basically. And it was just an old-fashioned shootout. I- I've never honestly seen anything like it since I've been – calling manatee games for the last uh almost 30 years
3: (laughs) well yeah it was and and we knew they had a uh, pretty high powered offense it's one that uh you know their head coach uh josh floyd uh, played for gus malzahn in high school and, and and coached with him and and uh took over the school that he had had left uh when he went to the college ranks and uh we knew the style of offense that they could they could produce, and and um, we didn't necessarily see it uh, just from you know that week prior, uh, but uh, they certainly uh, have a great football team, and you know you kind of go back to their last year's you know season results. They were at one point at midway through that season five and one, six and one, and then their starting quarterback went down, and then they lost uh, uh, their their running back went down, and so some of their their big time weapons on offense uh, were out to on that last stretch of that season where you kind of saw some of their their close game losses and things like that. But uh, certainly a, a good football team and, and uh, a one game that we'll uh, definitely learn from.
2: Uh, the offense was just terrific. And, Anthony, you've got to be uh, quite pleased with the play of your receiving yes. crew, yes. even though – you know, John stole your best receiver and, and put him <laughs> at quarterback the first game, but I know you're glad to have Tariq back at receiver. Yeah, A.J. back at quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to throw the, the balls to the talented receivers. But have you ever um, coached collectively a group that's as talented as this group? Um, no, I
4: think this is one of the best collectively group that I've coached just because I have six guys that can do probably about four different things. Um high point guys we have slot guys that's speedy and then we got guys on the perimeter that can block so collectively I think this group is the best group I coached
2: yeah you know it's funny because you lose Keon Fordham right. and that's a pretty big loss right. and, and right. it really was magnified in the game John in the second half when we didn't have Keon to come in and run a little bit of running back right exactly. like Josh Booker was at
3: exactly and that's what that's what Keon brings to to our offenses um you know, brings that added dimension of speed that um, you know that we we don't necessarily get with uh, with Josh. Josh Josh has good speed. I think that's probably the uh, one misconception a lot of people have about Josh. Josh is pretty fast, uh, but he brings brings an added dimension with that physicality of how, how he runs. He's a pretty punishing back, but Keon is a is a much different change. Want to kind of get some get some of that going, and, and we'll we'll see. If and, and starting to do his rehab for on his elbow, and and hopefully here in the next two weeks we'll see we'll see him back you know at the receiver position and also uh, splitting some time at running back.
2: Anthony, I, I want to just talk a little bit about Tariq Milton because I thought I'm biased, but I thought he was the best athlete on the field the other night. And when you look statistically speaking, oh my gosh, uh, ten carries for 128 yards, almost 13 yards a touch. And then receiving ten catches for 161 yards and three touchdowns—an right. amazing night.
4: He's the type of kid with the ball in his hand, where they get it from the quarter slot position, from the outside position. He can make things happen. Um, you won't get too many kids in high school with his with his skill set. Um, he's very very polished at the receiver position, which is which is great because right now. Uh, at this state in high school, a lot of kids don't get the type of coaching and the type of drilling that they need to go to that next level. And he, he'd he be one of those kids that's ready to play once he leaves high school.
2: And boy, you really spread the ball around. A.J. threw, of course, ten times, like I said, to Milton. But then uh, Gerard Porter, he's really coming right. yeah. on. Five catches for 72 yards. He looked good. Uh, Pollock five catches for 41. That freshman, Jaden Robinson, three for 39. And you're going to hear that name a lot, aren't we? In the yeah, future, yeah. He's yeah. he's special, isn't he's he? He's
4: a special kid. Um, he, he picks up things real fast, as like most freshmen. He is not too big for him right now, but still, there's still some things, he, a lot of things he has to work on because he's a freshman. But he's not a kid that the likes not are, are
2: not too big for him right now, which is a good thing. Hooks two catches for twenty, and I tell you what, I really like that young man. Uh, you know, I think he's just kind of working through right. a little bit of nerves right now. Right, but right. boy, when he gets in the in the game like he did the other night, and I think he had a little rough time. Right.
5: Yeah, and he, he had, came back
2: he
4: and, and made one that great Yeah, he had one drop. I took him out to talk to him, got him back in, so his confidence wouldn't wouldn't go away. Um, but six four frame, yeah. size four X gloves. His frame in high school, you don't you don't you don't get that. So he, he's a basketball guy. So he's a great high point guy he had two fades high point catches for touchdowns you can't beat it in high school right?
2: and that's something that we really need because right. we've missed that right yep. we've got a lot of small receivers right. we got Tariq in the middle right and now we got hooks to throw the fade to right. and we got the speedsters mm-hmm. oh my god we
4: have xavier too as well which is a, a outside guy that can high point yeah. the ball as well. he had one catch for right. 29 yards and that was his only target i believe that game how good is hooks and hoops He's pretty good. He, yeah. he's, he's he's one of the high ranked kids yeah. um, in his age group. Um, he, he 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 could be he could be better in basketball, and I think football is going to help him with that because this is when he's starting to work, lift weights now at Manatee. Before he wasn't doing that. So is he a two guard? He's a, um, a wingman, three. Yeah, he's yeah. a
2: three
4: at six four. Yeah, which is good. For high
2: school. Well, look forward to watching him in basketball and football. Um, now, getting back to. A.J.'s play, John, because uh, he threw the one pick six, but that doesn't seem to bother him. He just comes right back, and you right. know, when you're going to throw the ball as much as we throw the ball, you're going to have that situation right. from time to time where you throw a pick.
3: Well, and, and that was uh, they did a nice job at uh, kind of flipping their coverage uh, kind of on the fly. You know, their their, their corners were sinking and, and kind of bailing out on the uh, on with the outside receiver, uh, and they changed that mid- Mid-series and corner squatted on our out route. AJ uh, was anticipating something else. Got kind of caught behind the tackle. Didn't see the corner squat, and, uh, and you know ended up making that mistake. But I think one of the things that uh, uh, that I love about AJ is his ability to to brush that off and move forward. You know when you get when you get in with with a with a kid that is playing at the quarterback position. Uh, when they don't know what they're doing, those types of things kind of frazzle them. AJ knew what he was doing, and he made a mistake, and understood what the mistake was. And uh, and after that, that's when we were able to see some of the, you know, those outside nine routes that we were able to hit on the sideline.
6: Bill Bunkley here with something to think about. It's primary election day here in Florida. Unfortunately, many voters fail to recognize the importance of the school yeah, board. But,
2: uh, wow, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> just uh, power went out in here, and uh, we're back, though. We're back. So, John, you were saying, uh, talk yeah, about I, AJ. Yeah, I think
3: that's that's one of those unique things that, that AJ possesses, that not a lot of kids uh, really do, and uh, his ability to understand well, he knows our offense. He knows what we're trying to do, where we're trying to attack. And so when he does make a mistake or somebody gets him on something, um, he, he knows what he needs to do in order to fix it. And we were able to make those adjustments, uh, you know, that very next series. And we were able to see some of those, you know, those outside throws where we're reading corners as, as he's squatting on a flat route. We're able to make that adjustment on our throws and reads.
2: When you're on the sideline, when there's a game like this, I mean, everything is moving so fast. It, it, does that make it just that much more difficult? Because they would score, we would score in two plays. You don't have much time to meet with the defense. The defense is back out there, and then it just keeps going.
3: Well, it keeps going. I think one of the challenging things is you know that uh, those guys aren't getting you know the rest. And uh, you know we've we've talked a lot about how we've changed our conditioning. We've we've, we've changed the way we've, we're training uh, all of our players, not just our offensive kids, because. As we're going up tempo, that's how we have to practice it. So defensively, we have to practice that and be in shape as well. Uh, I think we had several series where we were scoring within three, three or four plays. One series, in particular, we scored on the first down, and so um, there's quick turnaround, like you, like you mentioned. And so a lot of things that we have to do is make adjustments and corrections on the fly. And uh, sometimes that you know you can get lost in translation on on what we're exactly supposed to do. Uh, but um, I, I feel like we've done a pretty good job, and I think we get a lot of good practice at that as you know, our offense is getting set for that next play in practice. We're having to coach on the fly on the practice field too. All
2: right, we're going to take our first time out. I want to remind everyone we're live at Buffalo Wild Wings. You can join in the conversation with Hurricane Head Coach John Booth by calling 955-0930, 955-0930. Not only are we being heard, of course, on AM 930 WLSS, also on 103.1 FM. And I want to let everybody know that you can catch every Manatee game on FM this year. 103.1, it comes in great at night. Sometimes when that AM signal gets cut a little bit, just flip over to FM. Again, that's 103.1. We'll take a timeout and be back with more Hurricane Hotline. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings.
7: First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time
3: for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com.
4: As a
1: five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. The future of our children is at stake. Our traditional values are not represented. We need Teresa Mass, a small business owner and mother of two children educated in Sarasota County schools. Teresa Mass is committed to providing each and every student with a quality education while ensuring our taxpayer dollars are used efficiently. Opposes common core and supports local control of our district. Teresa Mass, fresh perspective, fiscal conservative, a leader we trust. Paid electioneer and communication paid for by Sarasota citizens for our schools. Dial box 52253 Sarasota Florida 34232.
7: A.M.
0: 930, Stress Saver Traffic Report.
7: Good evening, 75 or a pound, a little slow across the Manatee River Bridge. Other than that, moving well through Sarasota and Manatee Counties. This update brought to you by Trilogy by Shea Homes Resort Communities. No problems on the other bridges. DeSoto Bridge, Business 41, in the Skyway, all looking pretty good. State Road 64, State Road 70, University Parkway, all trouble-free. Fruitville, B Ridge, Clark Road's looking pretty good. In the Venice area, looking at the bypass, a little slow north and southbound as you approach Venice Avenue. The good life is calling your name. Your next chapter could be your best at a Trilogy Lifestyle community in Central Florida. If you can dream it, you can do it at a Trilogy by Shea Holmes Resort Community. Dave Koch, AM 930, The answer. <laughs>
0: to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bresto and coach John Booth.
2: Thank you very much. Welcome back to Buffalo Wild Wings, our new location for Hurricane Hotline. I like it, John, don't you? I mean, yeah, that's really nice, nice, man. Very nice, nice and in here. Bright. And let me tell you something. If you were looking for somewhere to watch football, don't even think about going anywhere else. This is it. They have, I don't know, Jared, uh, who runs the place, he could probably tell me right away how many TVs, but it's uh, dozens of, of televisions. They're all over the place, and they're big and they're clear. we got the hurricane game on the uh, big screen right now in front of us, but football season gets underway in earnest for college starting thursday night and then saturday and this weekend john there's a ton of huge games and if you're afraid you're gonna miss one come in here because you won't miss a thing (laughs) i'm telling you when the gators aren't playing uh like an off week or they're on the road i'm gonna be in here i'm definitely gonna be in here because i can't wait for this weekend i'm such a huge college fan we've got bama usc uh then we get through the saturday then uh sunday we've got uh Texas hosting Notre Dame Notre Dame's got players suspended left mm-hmm. and right then we've got Florida State and Jeff Connolly's Old Miss Rebels yep. one of our huge sponsors Connolly Buick GMC who up in Orlando and, you know, who's gonna I don't know <laughs> I, I listen I, I have to say it's hard for me to root for Florida State I know you guys probably find that difficult that that it's Canada. hard for me to root for Florida State it's not only hard, it's impossible. I will be pulling for the Rebels Monday night. You know so. What I
3: love, though, about this is this opening weekend, you're seeing you're not seeing cupcake matchups. You're seeing big time. Well, we'll see a few. Yeah, but, well, yeah. <laughs> but you're seeing some big time games to come out the blocks like this. Oh, yeah. I, it, it makes yeah. for a fun weekend.
2: It does, man. Ole Miss and FSU. DeAndre Francois, mm-hmm. the quarterback from IMG, gets the nod. And everybody says he's uh, the second coming of uh, – who knows? You know, uh, they say that he may—he's not as big as Jameis Winston. He's more—I think he can run better than Jameis Winston. They say he has a tremendous arm. I really haven't seen him play that much. You, you know, have you seen? I just saw a little bit him?
3: in the spring game, but yeah. Not, yeah. not a whole lot.
2: But he's—he's he's it. He's going to be the quarterback there. It appears. So, uh, I mean. What's he have to do? Give off to Dalvin Cook, I guess, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> Makes life easy, huh? Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, give us a call if you want to talk Manatee Hurricane football, Nine five five zero nine thirty. 930 Our players of the game, Tariq Milton and A.J. Cole Giovanni, give them a hand. They had tremendous games last week. Absolutely outstanding, and we need big efforts because, uh, hey, we got this team from across the river. That's right. We don't name them by name. We just say the team from across the river. Uh, they're coming to uh, Hawkins Stadium, Joe Canan Field, the Palmetto Tigers. I said it. Boy, la- after last year, we need a little bit of breathing room, right? That was well, a heck of a game.
3: It was, and we made it a little closer than, than it <laughs> needed to be with some turnovers. But, uh, you know, we've, we've been stressing that with our offensive uh, group this, this week is, is uh, ball security, certainly, and, and uh, you know, max effort.
2: Hey, uh, Coach Rozier, these receivers that you got—they're they, fired up to play Palmetto, aren't they? Because yeah, they, they grew up, they up with up. these guys. They jacked up. They pretty yeah. jacked up. Yeah, it. Uh, Coach Marino's done a great job over there. Uh, they're 7A team now, hmm. and from everything I read, they've changed how they're running their offense, John. They're—they're they're going to uh, you know, more of a spread with Allison. They like to throw the ball a little more. They're, their offensive line, from what I here is is improved and, and they like to run it a little more they've got
3: pretty good size up front um and they've they've moved a receiver uh jason spicer to quarterback um and so they're they're going to be a little bit more run heavy than they've been the last few years when they've you know they've had allison back there uh but uh but he's a good athlete spicer and and uh, there you'll see a little bit more that z- that zone spread scheme and and uh but they're still going to be uh, you'll see that Marino style where they're under center and and they're gonna run that power at you and try to be physical up front and so um, you, You'll still see some flashes of, of, of Some of that old palmetto
2: and Anthony my sources tell me that it's the best defense they've had In the last five years So <laughs> I
4: heard that they got a couple kids that can fly around especially in the secondary a couple transfers um, I'm looking at I'm looking for them to be pretty decent, but
2: my guys, my guys would be ready. Yeah, I, if I had a receivers like you have, yeah, I'd be, I'd be kind of confident. And a quarterback that can sling yeah, that right. ball. Yeah. All right, listen, uh, we're going to go over now to Gene Brown. Uh, before we have uh, A.J., we'll take A.J. first and then Tariq. We're going to uh, play a little highlight from the other night. This is, I believe this is the uh, 36-yard touchdown pass, A.J. to Tariq Milton trailing by three three receivers to the right one to the left for AJ AJ takes the snap has time wants to throw long has a receiver it's caught for a touchdown okay I said Tariq Milton right after that but um, uh, we'll go with uh, AJ who threw for over 300 yards Gene take it away
6: all right thanks Dave Uh, AJ kind of a uh, funny trip when we get up there and have a great offensive output and you know you get you kind of look in the score and i mean i'm looking at it that it was you know it was still a 22 point loss um you know the score we know what it was and obviously they got a lot of touchdowns after we're onside kicking as far as team spirit and things are going as one of the team leaders how's the team rebounding from that
5: you know we just have to put it past we have to go and uh keep moving forward i think our spirits pretty well this today was a very good practice where. uh trying to go high tempo and just get everybody moving and uh just keep looking i mean use it as motivation for losing and uh just to push forward and be palmetto all
6: right obviously that was a a great field and a a fast track for us i think uh as we go forward um you know keep things going and offensively, we're going to be able to keep moving the ball as we did
5: oh yeah for sure i mean our o-line did a great job with uh colton going out and george going in and we just kept moving and uh when we we had to make plays we made plays there's some mistakes that we, we'll fix throughout the week and just uh, keep preparing
6: how physically are you feeling now
5: i feel close to 100 percent. i mean of course it's a little bit getting your legs back under you but you know i'm as close to 100 percent as i think i'm going to be coming up and i'm excited
6: talking about the rivalry obviously years and years ago it was manatee southeast now it's kind of the manatee palmetto um, you got a lot of friends over there looking at that score from last week and 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 as you would say, uh, they're licking their chops as a Tiger?
5: Well, I don't have many friends over there, but, uh, yeah, they are licking their chops for sure. There's a lot of Twitter talk and just everybody talking, and we just have to stop the talking and just make it happen on the field.
6: Well, great job, and uh, keep keep being the team leader that we need you to be. Yeah.
5: Thank you.
2: Okay, that's A.J. Cole Giovanni, senior quarterback for the Canes, first team All-State last year. And uh, now we're going to make it over to Tariq Milton, who uh, – I tell you what, my school, University of Florida—if you didn't know that—they uh, need to recruit this young man, Tariq Milton, because—and uh, and Tariq, listen, we can we can get that hooked up. You know, it's not too late. It's not too late. Um, but Milton—he ran for over a hundred yards, over a hundred yards in receiving. He just made it look easy out there the other night, and just had uh, one of the better games I've seen for a Manatee Hurricane.
6: All right, Dave. Uh... Tariq, I know at the end of the game I was standing next to you and you were a little bit uh, obviously frustrated, but you stepped up and played one of the best games I've ever seen in high school. I've been doing this my 28th year, and I just commend you on going in there and keeping the effort going. Obviously, you know, whether you're playing quarterback, which is basically running back for us, or uh, receiver, um, and I know the people key on you. One of the things I was most impressed with, some of those pass catches that you made, when you were covered like a blanket, and obviously A.J. put it in the right spot, but uh, would you rather be out there receiving the ball or, or kind of taking the snap and running?
4: Well, it really don't matter to me where well, I'm almost needed at. I'm going to go get the job done. Um,
6: you know, again, I, I don't think we could ever look past this past game and say uh, forget about it, but we've got to grow from it and learn from it. As a senior, you know, what are you going to carry through to, to get this team motivated because, you know, it doesn't matter – If offense scores 56, if we don't stop them, we can't do anything. What do you feel as, you know, the senior leader as you need to be, you can help the defense get motivated?
4: Um, Just let everybody know, tell everybody to do their job, everybody execute, just go out there and make plays and stay as a unit.
6: Um, One of the things that, again, I was most impressed with, unless you were on the field, is almost the last pass uh, you caught over the middle and you got thumped pretty good there. And, I mean, I was very impressed. You took it, you stood up, and you went back to the huddle. What were you thinking as that guy uh, hit you?
4: Um, I wasn't too much to worried about the hit. I was relieved that I, um, I got away from 33. That's who I was worried about, 33. So when I got hit by the other dude, it wasn't really too much pain.
6: All right, and, and the last question, that I asked AJ the same with that field. Obviously, it was a beautiful field and a fast track. Uh, you like playing on that type of surface?
4: Uh, yes, sir. It really don't too much matter to me. It
2: matter
6: All right, well, great job. We look forward to great things from both of you for the rest of the season.
2: All right, thanks, Gene, and thanks to A.J. and Tariq. And, again, we've been doing games for a long time, and I think uh, by the time they wrap up their careers, they'll be uh, one of the most prolific passing combinations we've ever seen at Manatee High School, John.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The way they finished out last season, uh, it just – Carried over right now into the, these first, you know, you go back even to the countryside in the spring, and then Armwood, and then last week. I mean, they just have just have had a fantastic start to this season. We're excited about, um, you know, their their not only their ability on the field, but the way that they the way they prepare each and every week. These guys are full speed every single day in practice, and uh, you know, it's no surprise that they go out each and every each and every week and perform the, the way they do.
2: Anthony, what's it like to coach uh, Tariq? He seems like a young man that uh, comes and brings it all every day at practice and then obviously in the games.
4: Well, the most important thing, he's coachable. Um, And he works hard. Um, Humble kid, which is always great to have, especially with the success that he's having. um, Just being able to coach him and tell him to do something, he'll do it without no question.
2: You don't always see that these days. Well, I think, right. I, yeah, yeah, I'll kind
3: of piggyback yeah. off of that. You know, you, you get two players like that, both all-state last year. You know, a lot of kids would look at that and say, I, "I've arrived. I don't. You know, there's nothing I really need to to do." And right. uh, both right. both of those guys took an approach this offseason right. and and saying, "What can? What? What are some specific things that I need to improve to better myself and and and, and not just stay." you know where I'm at but I want to you know take it to the next level I think you know and, and I think a lot of that uh kind of goes back to the leadership we had from last year we had uh KP last year was was pretty similar to that um, Reggie Carter but you look at both of those guys KP is isn't running with the first group at Kent State and he'll probably be starting week one in Penn State uh, and Reggie Carter is going to be starting. He's in the starting lineup, as, as both as true freshmen. And so it's no surprise we're seeing the success from, from that group and now passed down to to, to these guys. Um, it, it's, just been, it's just been so fun to work with these guys and, and in hopes now that these guys, when they graduate, pass that same work ethic and, and leadership down to the guys below them.
2: And they seem to get along real well off the field, too. Absolutely. And that has right. to help. Right,
3: absolutely.
4: Definitely a good bond.
2: All right, we're going to take our next break of the evening, and when we return, we'll continue to talk Manatee Hurricane football. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be back right after this.
1: Well, as any business knows, you don't want to be a little fish. It's it's dangerous. You can't do it all. I was a little fish, and then Tryon Solutions and Troy solved my HR, payroll, taxes, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and kept me government compliant, all the things that were taking my time and holding me back from being a big fish. Tryon didn't sell me a package. They partnered with my business so I could focus on what I do best. Don't be a little fish. Tryon works for me. Tryonworks.com. Governor Rick Scott and Doug Holder, partners in job creation. Here's what Governor Rick Scott had to say about his work with Doug Holder.
3: One is Representative Doug Holder. He was very focused on making sure we helped cut regulations and uh, we cut taxes, so he was a, a very good uh, supporter. He also understands
8: the importance of our military and our veterans.
4: And Doug Holder's daughter, Channing, agrees with Governor
5: Scott. My dad is awesome, he's funny, and he's sweet, and we both love pizza. But that's not why you should vote for him. He also wants to do what's right for Florida. And if he gets elected, I know I'll be able to find a job because he's working with Governor Scott right now to get it done. So vote for my dad, Doug Holder, for state senate. He's awesome. And if you vote for him, you will be too. Remember, vote on Tuesday, August 30th, for Doug Holder, or you will get in big trouble with me. Bye. Paid by Doug Holder, Republican for State Senate.
0: AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report.
7: Good evening, 75 north and southbound, a little bit of a slow ride around Fruitvale Road. This update brought to you by BeATrooper.com. A little bit of a slow ride on State Road 70 east and westbound as you approach Creekwood Boulevard. No problems on the bridges, they're moving well. State Road 64, University Parkway, Fruitville. Be Ridge, Clark Road's all looking pretty good. And a crash on the Venice Bypass. Looks like a southbound crash at Venice Avenue has traffic slow there. If you believe you have what it takes to become one of Florida's finest and you're up to challenge of becoming a member of the Florida Highway Patrol, apply today at BeATrooper.com or call 850-617-2315. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer.
0: to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Bresto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bresto and coach John Booth.
2: Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Buffalo Wild Wings. Got a little feedback going here. This is our first show from B-Dub, so we'll, uh, we'll work through it. We've got about 20 minutes left in the show. We're talking Manatee Hurricane football. Big game Friday night as the Canes host the Palmetto Tigers. And that will be, uh, well, if it's anything like last year, it'll be a game for the ages as the Canes, uh, what are we, six turnovers last
7: year?
3: We had six, yeah, four by one person. Yeah.
7: (laughs) Yeah, KP KP had four turnovers but then had one of the biggest
3: biggest endings uh, that I've seen in a long, long time with the kick return and then the the out route that he took for 70 or 80.
2: And set up the field goal That's right by Nick Knoll. And uh, that kind of I wanted to talk a little bit. Uh, this is our first show. I want to talk a little bit about the kicking game. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost our long snapper. Right. And our you know I think we've had a little bit of an issue there. It's not that his, his snaps are, are hard. Right. They're getting there in plenty of time. Just a little erratic.
3: Well, I think the, the, the tough thing is with Andrew last year, we we had a guy that was designated solely to snap. And so when we're on the sideline, he's warming up, he's practicing. You get Garrett that, um, you know, is, is our starting middle linebacker. And he's playing all game and he's running he's and he's banging and he's <laughs> tired. And so, and not only that, but in between series, he's, you know, he's either getting adjusted, you know, adjustments, taking coaching, or just resting. And now all of a sudden, you know, it's time to go snap. And, you know, it, there, you got to – Kind of get yourselves ready for that, and so um, we definitely got to get that corrected. We had, you know, we had the bad snap on Friday. We had a few that uh, that were a little shaky our, our first week against Armwood, and so we just we, we we need to clean those things up. But you certainly, you know, when when you're when you're faced with some of those things, you you, you definitely miss, you know, a guy like Andrew right. Zink.
2: The kicking actually looks good though. Rain has done a good job.
3: Rain has done a fantastic job, I think. And, and we've corrected some fundamental things. I was talking with Coach Stoller just today and, and with, with Sweeney on his on his long kickoffs. And so he's got the leg to, to put in the end zone consistently. A few mechanical things that we've worked on and, and I think have corrected will hopefully help him be a little bit more consistent on putting it in the end zone.
2: Yeah, and you know, if you go back and look at that game, just little things. Like Sweeney does kick it in the end zone, but we're offsides, Right go five yards back will they end up 20 25 yard further than they would have So their drive starting i don't know 42 or 45 something like that where they would have been at the 20 so just little things like that will just kill you in a football game absolutely especially when you have an offense as prolific as that you obviously want them starting as deep as possible Right. right exactly and we will see another pretty good offense but i don't think nearly as good as uh, Hewitt-Trustville, not taking anything away from Palmetto. But I venture to say that that'll be one of the better, or I'd say one of the top two offenses we'll see all year.
3: And you look at them, and across the board, I don't think they they had some very talented players. Uh, I don't think they were as athletic as we saw the week prior against Armwood. But uh, what they lacked in athleticism, uh, they definitely made up with discipline. I mean, very disciplined offense and executed Almost flawlessly.
2: That one throw, where he didn't have that much time. Receiver split the seam, threw it just right in his hand. We, yep. He was well covered. Oh yeah, he was well yep. covered that play. Yep. And, and and one thing about the coaching, yeah, I, I they're very well coached because you know they came out in the second half, and I know they had talked about, hey, we're not, we we've got to kill some clock here. Mm-hmm. We've got to give our defense some rest. What did they do? They, they were able to eat up about six minutes. Well, and
3: you look at, yeah, we had one possession in the third quarter. And, um, you know, and, and some of that's, you know, we've got to stop them on third down and, right. and get right. off the field. But, um, you know, and when you look at the score box, uh, the third quarter, it was three to zero. We held them to a field goal, and, and we had one possession. We, we ended up punting on that. And so, um, you know, we've got to get more possessions, obviously, if we, if we have a shot to score.
2: All right, uh, we are here, and, you know, we use uh, our Tuesday night as a a booster meeting, and we always like to go out to the crowd, and it's your opportunity to ask Coach Booth a question. Uh, Coach Rozier here tonight also. And uh, we always started off with um, the longtime Booster Club president. He's now retired from that, but he's still a city councilman, and he is running for re-election. I want to get a quick plug in there. Mr. Gene Gallo.
9: Thank you, Dave. I will send you a check next month. <laughs> Coach, I, I hope you can hear me. Yep. Because uh, I will look into your face, and uh, I'll decide whether you, you still like me or not when I get done. Rather than ask a question, I'd like to have make a comment. Okay. Um, looking at the game, uh, which i got to tell you, I'm still proud of Manatee, and uh, this is a starting point for us we can go on from here. But I looked at things like it, it's a, to have a team go up and win, especially on the road. Number one, you need a good game plan. Number two, you got to be physically ready. Uh, number three, you got to be psychologically ready, and number four, the most important thing is to be emotionally ready. And I think we were a little bit lacking in the emotion of the game. But another thing that that I think that that slid a little bit to me was i didn't see a lot of adjustments in the second half and i don't know because of their their offense was so overwhelming or our kids were just struck but uh, we will do better we have a fantastic football team there's no question about it but i think uh, the next game we're going to be emotionally ready and, and that's very important well
3: yeah and i 100 percent agree with you on that we uh you can kind of see just in the level of play and, I, and i'm a believer that when you're emotionally engaged and you're emotionally in it your execution tends to be much better and uh we had guys in position to make plays uh we were just talking about uh the, you know the pass up the the vertical scene where we were in position to make a play and we didn't uh you know we had a guy you know deep cover three letting guys run by us and position to make a tackle on the edge and and we let them get outside. And so we, we've got to clean those things up. And I think when we're, like you said, when we're in it and mentally and, and emotionally, I think the, the the physicality part of that kind of takes over. So we've got to do a much better job of uh, just mentally kind of getting, getting ourselves prepared.
2: Yeah, you know, it, you come out of a game like that, and I, and I know obviously you, you want to defense, 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 defense. Um, and it is a total team effort. How do you – how do you work with the defense because let's face it they're they're a little bit fragile coming off a game like that so do you you push 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 or well how do you do that you know i
3: think you gotta you gotta address it you know you have to it's not something you kind of just skirt around we got to address what you know what mistakes that we made and um, whether that is scheme wise or whether that's emotionally not being present or being ready uh, whatever that is we've got to address the issues but you know, I, I talked with the guys on Monday. You know, we can look at it, a lot of games, particularly even last year. I know that we're in week one, so I'll you know, kind of use last year as an example. I mean, just the Palmetto game last year. Um, you know, we we had a very talented offense last year, um, but we didn't play very good. And so we relied on the defense to kind of pull us and keep us in that game. We gave we gave Palmetto short fields a lot, and defense held, held their own and forced some field goals or punts. And so you know you can't it, it, it can't be an offense a defense thing we're we're one and, and um, there's going to be games where offense is going to have to score a lot of points and then there's going to be times where defense is going to have to get the offensive you know get the offensive guys back and, and there there is that kind of that sway back and forth and so um, you know just challenging our guys to uh, to continue to to, to work with work together uh, and play play together, and ultimately doing your job and you're handling your own responsibilities, making sure that you're ready to play and making sure that you're able to execute uh, your assignments.
2: I know we've talked about it off the air, uh, you wanting to get uh, Seth Walter mm-hmm. more reps on defense. He wasn't feeling all that great the other night, so that was difficult, but that's going to be a pretty important piece of things, isn't it? Well, it
3: is. Seth is just a tremendous athlete, very explosive off the ball. You know, we we, we devoted yesterday's practice actually to allow Seth to take every rep as a defensive end, um, and and it, it, it's good for us because now that gives some of our younger guys on the offensive line uh, opportunity to get some reps that they probably wouldn't normally get because if somebody goes down, they're going to need to to, to go in, and so it kind of it kind of benefits both sides of the ball, but. Um, you know, Seth's length, his his strength and power off the ball. He's so fast off the ball, and, and it just gives us um, gives us that that added depth that we need, and and, and really just explosive power on the defensive line.
2: And that special player, yeah, that uh, most of the, the top defenses have right. that in. I right, mean, whether it's Joey Bozo or you know whomever, uh, right. You know, you you need that. You need that big-time player that's disruptive. You have to be able to disrupt things.
3: And we saw that yesterday in practice. I I come back, and I'm watching the practice film from yesterday, and Seth's in our backfield, you know, all all team period. You know, and so that's what you want to see, and and he's going to have the ability to do that. Yeah, I wish we were able to, to use him a little bit more last week. Um, unfortunately, he was, he was sick going into the game, and so he kind of gave us everything he had, but we limited on him on what he did defensively because, you know, obviously we need him on offense too.
2: How hard is it for a kid, you know, we're an 8A football mm-hmm. team, To play both ways.
3: Well, it is hard. And, uh, yeah, I I just talked with him this afternoon. I said, you know, we want you to get as many reps as you can as a defensive player, understanding, though, that you're our starting guard. And so, um, you know, just being honest with us and, hey, I need to break this series or, um, you know, give me a couple plays and let me get back in. But Seth's a tremendous athlete. Um, One of the things that I think people – uh, w- would take notice when they watch him practice is how he finishes the day when we do our conditioning uh, He ended up picking up an offer from a college just on how he was running conditioning and he was leading everybody And so he's a tremendous athlete, but he's in great shape um, You know, but it's, there's still a challenge when you're playing both sides of the ball
2: now Is there a chance that you can get him out if you see an opportunity on offense where, yeah, I think we could sneak him out for, you know, a series or so on offense, or our, is, that, is that too risky? That's probably too
3: risky. Because <laughs> um, he's the we, guy. Because, yeah. He's, yeah, he's our guy, and, <laughs> and um, we don't, we, we're actually probably a little bit deeper on the defensive line than we are on the offensive line, and so – uh, particularly now with you know with our center being out this yeah, so this the week center won't be able to yeah play. he won't be able to play so who, but uh, who's move to so we'll move George Lardis, Lardis over and then Zach Reeves will come in and, and play right guard for us but uh, you know when 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 Colton comes back that could be uh, you know an option where we could do that
2: because um, those two guys you just mentioned have played pretty well
3: yeah absolutely
2: and so that does give you a little bit of depth there and I know I don't want to look too much in the future but those linemen you've got down on JV are huge.
3: <laughs> big um, kids, yeah, <laughs> they're
2: unbelievable. And our ninth grade,
3: our ninth grade line is pretty big too. So we're we're excited about now. We just got to get them, you know, get them strong. They're still young, and so we got to, you know, develop them. And Coach Lansky's already working with those guys, and they're doing a great job. and And we're excited about the future of our of our offensive and defensive line.
2: Uh, before, we've got just a few more minutes, and uh, Anthony. We never really, I mean, how did you get to Manatee High School? Let's rewind a little bit and uh, give us your background because I know that uh, you and John go back a little way. Yeah, right?
4: we um, actually played against each other in um, college. And then I moved back to the Tampa area after playing arena football. And just happened just to look for a coaching job and seeing Booth, John Booth, and I was like, no, nah, not John. <laughs> and then I ended up going to Bloomingdale with him when he was at Bloomingdale. And then when he came over.
2: He bought me a little manatee. Certainly, I mean he's done just a phenomenal job with the receivers.
3: He does, yeah, he does a great job. Obviously, great knowledge of of the game. But uh, what I really like about Anthony is his his ability to relate to the kids. Kids really respond to um, him. They work hard for him, and and you're seeing it when you know. In in fact, we were just talking about um, Jannard Porter in particular this afternoon, and. the, the improvement that we've seen in in his level of play. And I think the bi- the, the biggest turning point for, for Jannard is was that catch that he scored in against countryside in the spring. But Anthony's done such a great job with with him where you look at a player that I don't know he may kind of on the the brink maybe he can he can step in and be that guy I don't know we'll kind of see and and just kind of kept working and working and we're seeing these guys in the development of of Jaden being able to come in and play as a ninth grader Keon making the transition from running back to receiver and, and not only making that change but now they're effective and they're they're producing while they're at that position
2: all right we've just got a couple more minutes left in our show I and I was, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say we are streaming too live on Facebook tonight. Wow. So all you got to do is go to manateefootball.com and you can punch it in. So uh, we're live video streaming. We're uh, of course live on AM 930 WLSS and don't forget our FM signal. It's huge. 103.1. You can listen to all the games. 103.1 and for those of you who bring your radio to the game, no problem. Tune in to 103.1 because I've Some people have said, well, Dave, you know, I use the app, but it's like 30 seconds behind. I said, yeah, that happened. You can't Mm -hmm. can't use your app at the game or it's going to drive you crazy. You have to listen to the live radio. And now with the FM signal, it makes it pretty easy because it will come in crystal clear. All right, Palmetto. John, it's great, I think, to have a huge game like this coming off. What happened in Alabama?
3: Absolutely. It, it, you automatically have to get refocused and, and, and ready to go. There's no time to, to sit and dwell on on things that didn't go, you know, very well the, the week prior. So it's, uh, you know, automatically kind of fires our guys up. So they're they're excited, and, and the week of preparation, these first two days has been really good.
2: And Paimano's good. Make no yep. mistake about it. I mean, they lost to Allison, the big quarterback, but overall they appear to be a better team. They beat a Fort Myers team that's always strong.
3: Right. They did a nice job against their running back, a pretty good running back at that. But uh, they're they're a physical team. We've got to be we've got to be very physical up front on the defensive uh, on the defensive line. Uh, they've got some big guys up there, um, and uh, like I said, when you put a receiver at quarterback, uh, things can kind of break down. And he's still athletic enough to make some plays. So we're going to have to you know we're going to have to do a nice job of covering on scrambles and, and staying with their receivers and, and uh, making sure that we wrap up when we get in the get into the backfield.
2: John, Anthony, thanks for coming by, and good Thank luck you. against the Tigers. Thank you. All right, that will wrap it up for our show. Again, our players of the game tonight, Tariq Milton and A.J. Cole Giovanni. We will be back next Tuesday for another edition of Hurricane Hotline, and, of course, we'll be on the air. Manatee Palmetto live from Joe Canan Field. At Hawkins Stadium, for Gene Brown, Danny Carter, Todd Salito. this is Dave Bristow until Friday evening. So long, everyone.
8: If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some urgent news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from PBS host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-422-3838 now to get your personalized copy rushed to you today. Do you want to avoid mistakes baby boomers and seniors can make when they buy annuities? Those mistakes now could be costly later to you and your family. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.